ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! Welcome back. Yeah, welcome. Um, back. How are you doing, you old fruit? Oh, you know, young, young, young fruit. I'm. Uh, uh, I uh, no, bad, bad, uh, real bad, real yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, it's a disaster, isn't it? Well, welcome back, everyone, to the show. Um, uh, to the last show we'll be doing before lockdown proper starts. Uh, yeah. It's Monday. Paddy and I are in separate houses recording this uh, because uh, we didn't meet up today because uh, other reasons. I think we're allowed to. We're still sort of allowed to for work. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? Because you know. Without going into all the terminology too much, it's like, yeah, we're, we're bubbled and we're workmates, but also it's like, well, mm. I don't know about you, I just didn't, I mean, straight up didn't want to leave Today. home. Yeah. Not out of fear, just like, I don't want to anymore. You've had enough. I've really had enough. Um, not of lockdown or anything like that. I know we're not even in it at the moment. It's not mm. even that. I'm just, you know, you know, when you're just like, nah, I can shut this door and uh, I have control over that, so... I'm going to do that. Well, yeah. I, only I'm not there with you uh, yet. <clears throat> Hopefully, no. won't be. I uh, I'm feeling okay. Um, Good. I'm not saying that to brag. Yeah, actually, no. I'm doing great. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I just won a lot of money on the GGs. <laughs> no, I I don't know what I've heard that said. I don't actually know what that means. <laughs> what uh, is a GG? A GG. I think it might be a horse, but I've got no actual. Like, it was something... I had a tape as a kid, and there was a character who went, I'm going to put some money on the GGs. <laughs> I think. That's where it's That's from. weird. I was thinking... It of, was a tape of awful people from the Victorian era that my mother would play me every night, so that I... <laughs> no, I, no, she did that. I've made that up. That's not true. I, just, I gave you a look there, because, you know, it, <laughs> it is conceivable that it would be true. We used to have a tape that we had on in the car. It yeah. was a Care Bears tape. Mm. Um you remember, like, Care Bears care a lot, Care Bears share a lot, they are bears, this is nice, you know, whatever it was. And uh, Have you just made uh, that theme tune up? I think I think at least the first bit was true. Okay, fine. But we used to have it on in the car, um, or my sister did at least, uh, a lot when she was very small. And uh, it, my dad had to listen to it so many times that he uh, threw it out the window and then reversed over it. <laughs> Um, which is a very sitcom thing to do, but she still talks about it to this day as being like the last time they ever enjoyed Care Bears. I, uh... Dad was like, "Fuck these bears!" <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, um, uh, that's very funny. <laughs> it seems slightly harder. To, I mean, I to, as a parent who I have, you know, really got to know a lot of the work of the Wiggles. Um, yeah. I am uh, constantly in touch with all of the uh, stories on CBBS, so I know mm. what it's like to kind of have to deal with something that's getting on your nerves. But there's something sad about the fact that it was the Care Bears, which I, I don't know if they were any good, but the the intention behind them was certainly it was good. I mean, they had two they had two lead tenets, and that was that they care a lot and they share a lot. And I think they had hearts in their tummies or something. But I've listened to a lot of Wiggles with you recently. We, did, we had to do a dance, didn't we, last time I came over? My daughter insisted on you dancing. Yes, which, you know... Which it, you and it, But it was a sort of... It was a sort of um, folk 
yes. you know, swing your partner by the arm. Kind no, of it was the it was it? the like, the the bog, the um the ragged bog, the the ruggedy bog. Yeah, something like that, That's like the ragged the ragged bog, and it was much longer than I thought because you know like. Kids have a shorter attention. The rattling bog. It's called the rattling. Uh, the rattling bog. bog. That's it. And but but it's very long for mm. a for a kids song. Do they when, do on CBBS? Do they also have kind of news? No, like kids news. No, no. We protect them from that. Okay. <laughs> I just thought that might be quite a nice thing. Just like you know, there's news round on CBBC. Right. Which is news for young people, but CBBC is age seven plus. Oh, okay. And I think they decided that you don't need to know about Trump, Brexit, and the pandemic if you're under seven. I think that's probably wise. <laughs> They've got other things to deal with. I mean, I could be, you know, we could be being really patronising to these children. Maybe they want to find more out about the hellscape. But I also yeah. think let's let's give them until seven before we yes. share. Before we throw that particular tape out the window and reverse over it. That's right. <laughs> I yeah. think, you know, tomorrow is the uh, American election. Mm. And I am I feel that Biden's going to win because of the polling saying that. And they're saying it to a degree much greater than Hillary uh, mm. was, was polling at two points above Trump. And she won by, I think she was polling at four points above Trump. And mm. she actually won by two points. Because uh, right. you won uh, the um, popular vote by three million, and the the polls are meant to be within three points of accuracy. Okay. So technically, they were within perfectly reasonable in that she she won by two points. They thought she was going to win by four, but she lost the election. Um, Biden is polling at about nine points. So even yeah. in the worst case scenario. Um, it, it should be okay. But I it think if okay. Trump wins tomorrow, I don't know how I will continue, and I don't know what. I'm very aware that I'm holding on to that as the last... The last bastion. Well, it's a very different thing, him. I, we often, you and I, spend a lot of time touring and seeing a lot more of the world. I think the most, we're seeing a lot more of the country than most people do. So often, I feel that you and I are more in touch with how people are thinking than... Uh, people who just live in central London uh, in zones yeah, one and two, uh, and and have quite a nice, comfortable middle class life. Um, not saying we're perfectly knowledgeable on that, but we, you know, we we were able to see Brexit coming a bit more than our friends, and we were also sure, sure, sure. perhaps a little bit less. I remember friends of mine being so furious after Brexit that the Labour Party weren't just going to ignore it. Yeah, I, like, well, yeah. <laughs> I know. That yeah. you, I know you're against it, but I don't think you appreciate how other people feel. Um, mm. And I, I do think we're slightly more in touch with that the electorate, perhaps because of the political shows we've done and the, the research we've done. And I do understand why Trump won in 2016. Both candidates were very unpopular, Hillary mm. and. Trump and he represented the unknown and she represented absolutely the known there's also a lot of misogyny of course and for good and bad reasons I can understand why he won if he wins again it's very different because yeah. we know what he's like as president he is very much I mean he was part of the establishment before as a uh, a millionaire child of a billionaire um but if he wins again there's a real sense of people actually want um, racism. People actually want cruelty. People actually want a bully. People actually want, you know, a plurality of Americans will want that. Mm. And that's devastating. Whereas you can sort of, if you 
taking sort of how the electorate tend to think about things, you can sort of go, well, people were really unhappy and there were some bad people and some good people who voted for him for a you know a variety of reasons, whereas it'd be very hard to justify voting for him this time. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm I'm holding on to that. So I think you are at the low your lowest ebb, and um, I will be there tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. You've got about another thirty hours on mm. me. I think. I mean, in 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 the in, in, in the interests of transparency, we we nearly. I don't know. It's fine to say, isn't it? We nearly didn't record today because I wasn't. You're not having a great day. No, and I don't think I've had a great week. I've um, not had a good year, actually. I know that's unusual. No. Other people have had a great year. They've been having a great time. <laughs> this is the thing, and, and you know, I feel really left out. Um, no, I, th- I, it's, it's, it's funny, isn't it? I, I'm glad we decided to record because also we've, we've, you know, this is normally we record at the start of a day. This is the end of the working day that we're recording today, which means that we've chatted and I've become a, a little less monosyllabic. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I'm a bit more up for. Uh, more honesty, less evasion, um, uh, which which I'm glad of. Are you getting that uh, on a T-shirt? Yes, uh, I've already <laughs> printed the bumper stickers. Um, but yeah, just yeah, I don't I don't really know because I couldn't really work out if I wanted to talk about it because it's it's one of those things again when you're like, you know, I think it's a large barrier to people talking about their mental health. Sometimes is you you want to be able to pinpoint something. I think you want to say. Oh, you look very sad. Why are you sad? Well, I'm sad because father died. Oh, no, you know. But instead, I don't know, just like we're all aware of the crushing weight of the world at the moment. But I just, I proper, I think it was Thursday or something, I just started to shut down. And I think Mm. I cancelled a bunch of work and then I cancelled a lot of social things. Um, And I was very honest with people. I didn't lie to anyone, uh, which is unusual. Normally I would have come up with an excuse. But this time I, w- I just got a runny quite- bum or something. Yeah, I got run run bum. Um, whereas this time I just sent quite frank text messages and were like, "I'm very sorry. I'm very unwell in my head." Yeah. Um, and then I had a really nice day yesterday, and uh, and then it just I don't know. And then I, I started today and went. Well, you oh, say no. you had a really nice day yesterday. We spoke a couple of times. Yeah. And you were doing. You were cooking a meal. And, yes, and it which is good. Like, but you weren't happy on any level. No, but I was being you uh, being looked after, and you were looked after and time. comforted. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so there was a there was a barrier there, and it's not like oh, I've come home now and I no longer have that sort of. So it's just I I don't know. I think I can I can put on. I think I think both you and I, and probably the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast, are used to putting on a brave face. Sure. A lot of people in the world are used to putting on a brave yeah, yeah, face every single day. And uh, I think I can do that for a really long time. Uh, I think I've said it on the podcast before. I think I'm really good at lying. Um, and that's yeah, that sounds negative. It's not. Like, it's not. That's not what I mean. I mean, I, I'm good at hiding it often. And then I think I put on a brave face for quite a long time and went, oh, actually, no, no, no. I need longer to, like, recharge my mask, mm. if that makes sense, than getting up this morning and going, cool, Monday, like, do Monday. Um, so I think I'm just doing that at the moment. And it's... Yeah, I think I feel... Uh... So when I'm depressed, and I said this to you earlier, I feel mm. like I'm underwater and everything's mm. very heavy and I can't hear anyone and they certainly can't hear me and I'm very angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
sort of in a vacuum. Almost. Well, yeah, yeah, but but a vacuum always sounds more. It's very. Hard. I mean, I don't know what it's like in a vacuum because of how I would immediately die in one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've always assumed there's a sort of weightlessness I assume to a vacuum or a sort of. Whereas I think you've got to understand just how heavy I feel in this mm. situation, which seems unlike a vacuum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote a joke to cheer myself up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Can you, do you want really to I think I really think you'll like this okay. um, because you know that today is the um, the anniversary of the Great Hedge Maze disaster. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, no, you should be. We we lost a lot of people that day. Oh, that's very good. Lost a lot of people that day, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. We, because of the because ma- they got lost in the maze. Because they got lost in the maze. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I said that to myself, yeah. laughed, and then was even more unhappy. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, oh. Well, that'll go into something, won't it? You know, that's, yeah, I think uh, so. Write, write I, that one down. I haven't hundred percent. I've got it. I think. Yeah, we lost a lot of people that day. We all lost. We all lost someone that day. You know, something like that. Like, but isn't it? Uh, yeah. And it's good because you didn't know the joke had started. You thought I was like, here's the. You know, I mean, you didn't because you're very. You'll have to share it with John Luke Roberts. Yes, so uh, that he can dismantle and it, and he will tell you where it's wrong. That's yes, he's exactly. one of his best skills. He is a joke doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, it's so, all a bit yeah. tricky. It is. It is all a bit tricky, but everyone's being everyone's being very supportive, and that's really nice. And um, of you, yeah, um, yes, everyone is. And like, I don't know. I I want to be. I want to keep working. Well, I've got to. Um, well, it's that or death, isn't it? Because of death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, no, we actually. And today, I really thought I had that initial thing because I really don't like. I used to have that. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before as well. But like, the thing that always used to come up in therapy with me was that. Uh, I always used to use the word burden. Mm. Say, oh, well, I'm just a burden and I'm just, you know, I'm weighing people down and I'm blah, 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 blah. And I think that I was really worried this morning. And I know I don't need to be, but, you you know, when you're in it, you, you are. That I was like, I'm not going to be able to work today. And if I do, it's going to make me worse. Yeah. Um, and I was like, but by proxy, of, largely of what you and I do day to day, there's that panic that you're like, well, if I don't work... Johnny, tired father of one, mm. has to work harder to, 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 to carry his friend. And he will, because he's that's what friends do for each other. And I do it for you, and you do it for me. Um, but I did think that in the morning, and I was like, am I going to lie to Johnny? Now, I, if we're looking, at each, we're looking at each other on FaceTime now, I wouldn't get away with it, largely with you. No, well, seen... you wouldn't get away with it. You get away with it less than you think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you let it slide more than I think. Well, I think um, the the prime example is usually, you know, if we're going to start work at ten thirty, yes, and I ring you at nine thirty, and you don't answer the phone, yes, you all then say to me, "Oh, sorry, I was in the shower." And we yes. both know you were asleep. Yes, yes, largely <laughs> that's true. Yeah, um, <laughs> I just don't, you know, but that's the I'm like, oh, I don't want to think of, you know. All this, I was like, I don't want him to think this. I don't want her to think that. I don't like all this, mm. and and I had a, I had to have a real chat with myself and be like, well, am I going to lie to him? And the answer is, of course not. Instead, sure. I just sent you a message about half an hour before we started working, uh, saying just so you know, feeling like super shit today. Happy to still do this, that, and the other, but might not be. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Um, 
but you were asleep, so I felt better immediately. I was. I <laughs> so um, I took my daughter um, along with my sister and her little girl, who's nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the four of us went on a lovely holiday, um, mm-hmm. and I was very tired from it because if you have children, holidaying with them isn't like a holiday. It's, it's oh no no, it's more work than normal. But it was very mentally relaxing. We all four of us had a really lovely time. That's great, and yeah. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and also, we discovered lockdown was coming so had we not done it there would be no room to do it again this year and I'm, I'm really glad it happened but I was really tired and then Josie kicked me out of bed at about midnight mm. um, because apparently I was snoring which I don't believe um, but I <laughs> slept there from midnight until sort of seven when she woke up which is, should be a perfectly decent sleep but I was exhausted and I don't really know how much I was woken and disturbed I can't really cool. remember yeah, yeah. and it was uncomfortable and then I got back into bed our bed when I woke up Josie with the with our toddler and at 7.30 and I slept until midday amazing which I don't do it isn't like like I used to be somebody who could sleep all the well I mean I'm still a good sleeper but I used to be somebody who I, 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 we've talked about this earlier. I've never thought that you are a better person for getting up early and working. You're, you know, the amount of work you get done has no impact on what time of day you do it. And there's a lot of people who think, oh, if you get up early and you do all your work in the morning and you're tired in the afternoon, then you're a better person. Absolutely. Uh, or they treat you as, they, as if you're lazy yeah. if you have any other schedule. Yeah. And if having been a working comedian and actor um, and theatre maker, I am yeah. aware that my I've always worked evenings in some capacity, and as a result, I usually would get up at about 10-ish, start work at 11, and work till about midnight, which is much more than most people work, and I yeah, still sure. used to get hell from arseholes for not being up at 7. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is descended into a rant about my own problem. Um, <laughs> but um, I slept until midday, it was amazing. That's the long and short of that. Well, that's great because that made me feel slightly better. But also, I I sort of checked myself and was like, "Well, Johnny's not going to go." Oh fucking hell, you're miserable. I guess I'll work twice as hard, you bellend, and then hang up on me. I've never done like, that yet. Never done that. You've <laughs> never done that yet. Um, uh, but I still have to check. I still have to check it, no matter how much I trust someone, no matter how much you know how close I still have to apologize and make sure that I don't know. Make sure that I'm not creating a situation you know well it's very hard it's very hard to know the other thing is you know when you're depressed you don't understand what your actions are what am i trying to say when you're really depressed you don't really know how to say things you know I, i get so worried that i'm upsetting people uh you know it's just it's like all emotion is off kilter because it is so yeah. that's going to have a knock-on effect on everything not just how bad you feel but knowing how to interact well you are you and i's default i think what like depression is different across the whole board but yet one way is in that you and i's is quite similar or has a similar trait is that i uh, we uh, we we tend to think people are angry at us oh always or that we've like we've fucked it somehow and thereby this person's going to be livid and that's sometimes preemptive of like whatever it would be that might cause an upset, mm. it's sort of, oh well, I I you know I've I've lost my shoes, thereby I can't leave the house. But if I tell the postman, I don't know where I'm going with <laughs> no, this. I you know, know what I mean? It's like the well, postman I'll will be furious. I'll give you an example. I was diagnosed with clinical depression in 2011, 
Mm. I had been to see the doctor many times before that, and we'd had long discussions about whether or not I should go on to medication or I should try other things. And she was worried that um, antidepressants could have a knock-on effect on my creative ability. She'd seen that in the past, and I was a writer for a living, so uh, there was a sort of feeling of uh, it wouldn't be more helpful to do something that could stop your being able to earn a living. Um, And eventually it got to a point where I said, I can't work anymore, so we've got to try something, because even if I got better, I could work in a bar, and right now I can't do anything. Yeah. And she was a great doctor, Uh, and so I went on to antidepressants and she said you've got to tell someone that you're depressed Mm. um Mm. and i didn't want to and eventually she convinced me to tell my housemates who at the time were will and rachel two people i love if you uh will is somebody who i i lived with for a long time who is one of the most uh extremely thoughtful kind generous people i've ever met in in an absolute sense you know he's generous with everything he has um, he's kind with uh, all his heart, and it's important that his working life reflects that as well. He yes. is a thoroughly good person. Rachel, the same. Uh, I don't mean to sort of single her out as she's, she's. I mean, if in anything, she's better because what yeah. she does for a living <laughs> is really changing the world. But um, uh, but but Will was my closest friend, and Rachel was somebody I really loved. Who was Will's partner, and I think that's fair. I mean, she's now a very yeah. good friend, but this is ten years ago. But the point is, I'm trying to say, yeah. is they're, they're pretty good people, and yeah. they really loved me, and I had no reason to be doubting of that, and I wasn't. But I was still certain that if I told them I had clinical depression, they would ask me to leave the house. <laughs> they would hate you, yeah. And that's not wildly rational (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) but i was really convinced of it i thought they'd ask me to leave yeah i also thought if i didn't hide my drugs they would steal them and throw them away yeah i get that i I, that makes no sense because that's you know they're firmly in favor of western medicine (laughs) (laughs) you know they're not they're not weird (laughs) i I remember having to tell my flatmates um god yeah because my, my doctor said something very similar when because i t- sort of got diagnosed twice in a way where like i had childhood depression after mm. mum died and i had to be looked after a lot for that and then but then when i so basically as soon as soon as i was old enough I get get the full stamp of approval from you got your full adult depression card got, yeah got got my got my my special big boy meds yeah and um i had to for a very horrid time in my life, my partner at the time had to look after my pills. So I had to tell her, um, and I had to tell my flatmates because they had to make sure I took them at the right time and someone else had, had them instead of me. Mm. Um, but, but then she left me. Um, but, I had to, but I was still living in the flat. So we had to have this interaction every night that was very awkward, but she was sort of my designated person who i told who then had my and i remember thinking it would be so it would be so awkward if i had to ask for my pills back and give them to someone else to look after that i didn't want to do that you should have done um, that. i mean she wasn't great as no human beings go no 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 exactly we won't name any names but um no, no. is the, is the truth there um but yeah now i just now i'm, I'm quite i mean you said to me earlier on uh when I was, we were just having a having a chat, and you were trying to cheer me up a bit, and I and you said, "Oh, have you told your flatmates?" And I said, "Oh, not yet," 
um, about today's breakdown, yeah, not, but, not no, all the no, other I mean, ones. They know. You were like, I'll remember to do that. And that's really valuable because I was like, oh, shit, I do need to remember to do that. Because now I, f- I find that quite easy. Um, we're now quite open about that in this house. And that's brilliant. Um, but took a while to get there, if you know what I mean. Well, look, we're going to move over to patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists uh, very shortly. Mm. Uh, if you would like to support us um, and you are in a position to do so, bear in mind lockdown's about to happen, uh, you've probably lost a lot of income too, uh, then you can by going to patreon.com becoming a patron of us for £5 a month. Um, also, you get uh, a- another episode of the podcast every single week. We also do a live show once a month. And this month, we're doing a watch-along, I think, of the movie Paul. It, Paul is currently we did a winning. I checked amongst, earlier on. It's very difficult to say a poll of the people about Paul. Um, yeah. We did a poll of our patrons to ask what film they'd like to watch a watch-along of. And the options were Uncle Buck, which yep. got two votes. I won't tell you how many votes everything else had, but to put that in perspective, that's a very low percentage. Uncle Buck is now on four. I'm just putting it out. Oh, okay, fine. Uncle Buck is now on four. Um, have you voted twice for it? Is that why? I haven't voted yet, because <laughs> okay, I assumed you had, and we share an account. I have voted at, through for our For Paul account. Blart Mallcop. And I voted for my choice, Paul Blart Mallcop. Uh, <laughs> and there's Gross Point Blank. And Gross Point Blank was suggested by... Uh, uh, patron Austin. No one yep. else suggested one. We asked you to suggest that. No one, no one bothered. Uh, they were obviously happy with the terrible suggestions we were going to come up with. So anyway, yes. if you want to support us, uh, that is something wonderful for us. You can now do it as an annual menu membership, which is £54 a year, I think. Um, okay. And you get a free month or a free uh, whatever. Um, anyway, it, it, uh, we try and put a lot of content through that uh, so that we have a way of earning a living now that live work is tricky. Um, yeah. If you're able to support us, that would be wonderful. If you're not, uh, we continue to do this one episode a week for free um, because uh, we love you. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right, that's the end of the episode, Paddy. That's the end of the episode. I love you lots, and love I'll speak too. to you in a minute. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.